Hey, everybody, this is Will Hart back with another Global Green Room podcast. I got uh, one of my best friends on the planet and another person here, Josh Clark. You're here with me. Yes, I am. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. Am I your best friend or the You're other the best person? friend. Yeah, oh. the other person is just the other person. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah, guess so, I'm the other person. <laughs> listen, uh, no, I'll introduce you. So we, uh, we're we here for a really cool, I think, podcast. I'm, I've been looking forward to this since we kind of came up with the, with, the, with the idea. Josh and I kind of came with my wife. We kind of came together. My wife's here. Everybody say hi to hi. Moosey Hart. Um, you don't have to really look at anything because they're going to watch us having a conversation. That's the idea. Steve Swanson, who's here, he just looked at the lens the whole time. It was very awkward. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. We're just going to talk. And uh, But while I'm interesting, I will, I will say hi. So we got three. This is the first time we've had three. We've it's always exciting. just had me and I. Is this exciting? It's very exciting. We are breaking new <laughs> It's ground. like we're Trinity. It's, it's, a, it's, the, really it's the holy trinity. And uh, so we're here. We want to talk about, drum roll, cancer. Cancer. We're going to do that. We're going to talk about cancer. I thought uh, with the news um, that we just got, I thought it would be a good time to come on and just talk about the journey that we've been through. So for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, why is Will talking about cancer? About a year ago, almost to the day, babe. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that? Yeah. By the way, this is my amazing wife, Moosey. Everybody Rasida. say hi, Moosey. Hi. Yeah, Rasida, mm-hmm. if you want to use her mm-hmm. official name. I do. <laughs> um, about a year ago, almost today, you got diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. That's right. And uh, what, it was like last week, last maybe a week, week, two weeks ago, uh, we got the news that you're in remission. Come on. So, which is good. That's exciting. Super exciting. <laughs> it I mean, really is. I mean, like, that's amazing. It's amazing. Right? That's awesome. Uh, so stage four is the worst that you can get. So so that that kind of sent us into this whole year where we kept up with as many people as possible, got it out there, got the word out there. Um, but what we realized, I think one of the things that we realized is that not too many people talk about it, I think, in our movement. I think there's some stigmas on it. And uh, we want to open this up for, for talk about it, kind of how we process it. And then Josh Clark's here, number one, because he's awesome. Number two, he Thank works you. here. So I didn't have to buy a plane ticket to get him out here. Cheap and easy. Uh, cheap and easy. And number three, uh, he... Cancer uh, survivor. Boom. Check. <laughs> okay, so... Before we get going, because we're going to just get into this, I I wanted to say this. You are going to get offended probably at what we say. Uh, be, I, I've never run into more issues with people and theology than when it comes to healing, probably than anything else. That and like end times. Uh, healing, healing talks, healing messages, they all carry baggage based on people's experience. Yep. I am not saying that what we are saying is right. Or our experience is the way to go, and I know you would you wouldn't say that as well. We just want to bring you in through our experience, so you could disagree. You could have verses that disagree. You could have your own mindsets and ideas that disagree with what we talk about. But that's not the point. The point is to just share our journey. Maybe it'll help encourage some of you guys along your journey. So don't get upset. Relax. We have to have these places where we can talk. Right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Don't, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Anything else you want to say? Do you want to give any warnings? No, no. We're just going to share who we are and what we went through. Well, everybody knows who you are. You're Moosey Hart. You're my wife. Yes. Yeah. Okay, try not to hit the, hit the microphone. Hot mic, hot mic. So, uh, okay, so we shared a little bit about Moose going through it. What did you go through? Tell, why don't you tell people? It's pretty funny. I, it's not funny. We're going to yeah. – it, it is kind of funny, the stories around it. Okay. But uh, it's actually horrible. Yeah. So you just tell the story then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why are you here? Besides right. being besides being Randy Clark's oldest son as well. and That gets me in a lot of places. It does. You know what I mean? That's kind of why you're here, <laughs> yeah, if I can be honest. Sure. And, right. uh, and kind of the namesake of our firstborn. 
Do you know that? Absolutely. Well, I mean, why would you else would you name another kid anything other than Josh? So our our oldest is Josh, and we picked it. You remember how we picked it, babe? Mm-hmm. We were like, who are our friends? Can, Can we just start a list? I don't think I've actually never heard ever this? heard this story. So this is a nice really cool story. Aside. Okay, three seconds, and then I'm gonna quiet down. Thirty seconds. Go Thirty ahead. seconds. <laughs> uh, we're in Mozambique. Musi is a week from having the baby. We are we're about to go hear Chris Valentin speak at the Harvest School. So, okay. so we are like, I told my wife, I said, we are not leaving here until we come up with a name. Like we're not, we can't, the baby can come tonight. You need to come up with a name. We were like, we weren't agreeing on anything. Right. So, so we're sitting there, we're late for the meeting. We go, we need to come up with the name. I said, who are friends that we like? Like who are friends that we have? And we started listing off, I don't know, Jamie Galloway and all these people. Mm-hmm. We were like, Jamie, no, definitely not. We won't call them Jamie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we got to your name, Josh. And we were like, bang, Josh, do you like it? She's like, yes, I like it. I was like, I like it. Boom. We hopped in the truck. We drove out to the tent. It was this big tent. Chris Valentin is there speaking. He starts prophesying over over people that are there. He goes, I only want to prophesy over missionaries. He goes, missionaries. He goes, all the missionaries, the Irish missionaries stand up. So we were there. Maybe 20 people were there. So we stand up. He calls out one person, then turns to my wife, calls out you. And he says, you just named your baby. Like, come on. This was, yeah, it was this. I legitimately, this one gave me tingles on my spine. He goes, you just named your baby. And the Lord says the name of your baby is going to be like the call that's on his life. It's a biblical name, isn't it? And we were like. Yeah, it's Josh, and he and then he began to prophesy over Joshua. It was a cool thing, fun story, naming, yeah, fun naming story, and and you're involved in that. Good choice. So we like that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, fill us in. What what happened? Yeah. So my story is, I was uh, my wife and I had moved to Japan, and we were there, kind of helping out, doing some different different things uh, with different ministries over there, and uh, you know, probably a couple months into the what ended up being about a year trip. I started to notice some discomfort <laughs> when I was putting on my pants. I just thought like, oh, you know, what? I wear tight clothing and these pants are just too tight. And maybe I've gained some weight, <laughs> even though I'm eating nothing but rice and raw fish. But maybe that's what's happened. Maybe I've gained weight. And uh, so I didn't think much of it. I just wore sweatpants for like, <laughs> serious? for the next like two months. Like okay. you know, I just wore sweatpants and it was fine. Um, and then it just became more and more like severe and severe. And I'm just like, man. This really hurts. It, it was in the growing region. Let's just because yeah. we're gonna. It, it was testicular cancer. Boom. Spoiler yeah. alert. It was <laughs> testicular <laughs> cancer. But um, so we go through the thing, and it's like we're there. You know, we don't have a real source of income, and we don't have insurance. So you know, and, you know, I wasn't young, but I was still dumb. So mm-hmm. we just like, well, we're gonna stay here, and then I don't know. Hopefully, just you know. It'll be okay. We'll just, and just go away. Don't do what we did. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. It's not, I'm not ad- advocating this or advising this, but we just, whatever. And we didn't really think anything of it. I, I didn't really tell my wife the extent of the pain. I just kind of grimaced through it. And right. I don't necessarily take a lot showers regularly, so it wasn't like something that I had. <laughs> Is this to something you want to with. admit? Well, uh, I, I mean, love it's, that. The, it's the truth. I know it's, that it's about you. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't something that I had to deal with on, on too often. So um, we finally come back. My wife and I, um, she gets pregnant. And we're like, okay, we got to come back and, and have the baby in, in the States. So we decided to move back. And, and coming back and getting a job, we got insurance. And my wife's like, mm-hmm. you know what? You should probably go get that looked at. Now, there's really no reason not to. So I said, yeah, you're probably right. So I went to the doctor. You're, you're missing a huge part of the story. I don't know if you remember. Go ahead. So we're sitting in the Global Awakening office. I was working for Jeff at that time. Jeffrey Myers. Yeah, yeah. So I was Director with Jeff. of Partner Events with Global Awakening. Exactly. And so we were in Jeff's office. Events and Partner Services. And Josh comes in and he goes, hey, boys. Like, hey. And this he clo- Josh. Yeah. Not your Josh. Uh, you yeah. and me and Jeff. Yep. Jeff and I were in the office. You came in. Yeah. You closed the door, which is odd, you know, because right. when we went to private time, you're like, hey, do you, uh, 
Does it hurt when y'all wear pants? Like, just dude question. <laughs> you don't remember this? No, I don't. You, I don't. you stop. I don't remember that. No, I don't. You don't? I believe it's true. And so Josh and I were like, or Jeff and I were like, uh, no. Like, I think you should probably get that looked at. Yeah. And it was that, I think it was in like 24, 48 hours. It was probably, because I was like, well, yeah, apparently it doesn't hurt when guys wear pants. I confirmed that with my wife. And she was, <laughs> I was like, like oh, nope. well, then, well, then you, you should go get that looked at. So I went... <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, went to the doctor, and they, you know, did the awkward thing. I mean, if yeah. you're a guy, it's, yeah. they're, they're yeah. I mean, you don't want that. But they're like, hey, uh, you know, I think it's probably this. He said it, it's typically, if it's one, of, if it's not testicular cancer, it's what they call like an epididymal cyst or something like that. It's like, okay. I think it's probably that. I'm going to give you some, like, antibiotics. But just to be sure, let's go ahead and have you have an ultrasound. Okay. Right. So I was like, well, what's involved in an ultrasound, doctor? And he's like, oh, well, this, you know, someone, an ultrasound technician will come, and they'll, you know, do an ultrasound on the parts that we're talking about here you know what yeah. i mean and i said oh okay so i went back and i said hey i got some antibiotics right i don't need to go get the ultrasound right now let's do this <laughs> antibiotics because i don't think i'm feeling really comfortable right about this um so we did that for a while it didn't really help so i finally went like a week later and actually got Seriously? the and actually did the ultrasound um went in nicest lady more like a child she was probably 19 <laughs> years old and oh, it was no, so awkward, awkward and uncomfortable, but you know we got a good selfie with it after it the happens. fact because it was like whatever, you know. Um, she does the whole thing, and this is like eight in the morning is the appointment, and I come into into work and probably like ten ten thirty the doctor calls. It's like, hey, can you and your wife come and meet me at my at my office this afternoon? Okay, so you got the phone call, right? Yeah. And what I mean, you know what was that? And, and so I call my wife and I was, I was like, yeah, whatever, we'll be there. So I call my Tanya, it's my wife's name. And I'm like, hey, we got to go to the doctor this afternoon. I have cancer. And she's like, how do, how do you know? And I was like, well, because why would the doctor call us in like the same day to come in? Right. And I was like, this, is, this can't be time good. Time out. Just time out for one second. So fear? Like nervous? Like, no, walk not us at the time. It's still, it's still so surreal. And it's like, and I'd spent so much time like what ifing and WebMDing that like I feel like I was, I, I, I was like, I knew, inf for me, information is like, power in the okay. sense, sense like as long as i know kind of like the possibilities and the different outcomes <laughs> i feel like okay i can kind of manage this so and it was just, just too surreal so we go in there and the would doctors, you say you're the same way that mm, you want info i don't know i don't know i think like shocked at the beginning yeah but on. did you want a lot of info did you want to like get as, get as much information as you can no the doctor said do not go online yeah that's what he told us yeah. Do not so go and research. I didn't even look at anything for like a couple months, but yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, um, so we so we went in, and the doctor was like, he's, "He's our family doctor. He's no longer there. He he retired, but he was a great guy." And he was like, and apparently I was being real, not flippant, but I was just like, "It is what it is." And I was right. like making jokes. I was like, "Hey man, you did a great job. You know, it's a pleasure knowing <laughs> you and all this stuff." He's like, "Josh, he like Tanya. Tanya will tell the story." She's like, "No, he said to like Josh, this is very serious. Like you need to get surgery like tonight, and like it's like life or death." And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, particularly because testicular cancer is very, very aggressive. And so because I had presentation basically a year ago, they were like, I mean, this we know it's here. It very likely has spread throughout, and it's going to be a very big problem. So we need to go get it out now, test it, and then start doing all the other things that would go along okay. with it. So we went in, um, had the surgery, and that was the most, like, if I was scared at any point of the time, right. it's there when they cart you into the back <laughs> and you're all in like the, the, little, the gown. little thing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, right on my leg, like which one you're taking? And like, you know what I mean? Like make sure we don't do the wrong one. But I was like, I was really kind of like nervous. I was like, I'm gonna go out right here. And I just had had um, our firstborn, Simeon. He was very young. And so there's a lot of those thoughts like, man, what if I don't wake right. up from this right. table? Like that was 
the one point where I was like kind of really scared. Um, but you know, so went through. how much time so from the from the moment they they told you that you needed to have surgery until the surgery? Less than twenty four hours. That's so you went in, they removed what needed to be removed. Yeah, left radical orchiectomy. Ooh, they removed the left testicle. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's inferred from the talk, but yeah. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I just want to connect all the dots for the, Thank you. For the viewership For all here. the viewers out yeah, there. You yeah. know what I mean? Did I mention this is Randy's son? Yeah. Oldest son? Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, somebody's phone. Oh, that, Moose. That's Moose. Moose. Sorry. Why are you going to do Moose. that, babe? Um, okay. So you got it done. Uh, yeah. Did you do anything after radiation, anything like that? Yeah, I did radiation. Okay. Why didn't you juice? Like choose the juicing method? Or did you? Um, so, I, I mean, we, we did juice as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, so my mom is very holistic and, okay. and, and homeopathic. You're learning so, something about uh, Randy's yeah, wife. So, right. She, she is very much on, on, on that spectrum. Okay. Uh, so, which was really good. I'm very much on the, on the other spectrum. So it was like, which, hold on. What spectrum is that? Explain people. Explain so to people. I'm on the spectrum of like God gave us intellect and has revealed things, and through science and medicine, there are things that we can take benefit of. Mm -hmm. Um, So doctors and medicine, I don't um, shy away or disregard them. I I think they offer considerable value. Uh, So I definitely availed myself to all of the potential treatment options and and researched and talked to all the different specialists, and I value their opinion highly. And I also think that there is, you know, value to, you know, homeopathy, Pathic type stuff. What right. is considered homeopathic? Right. Um, that's. Uh, I mean, that's a huge pool. You right. know, there's a little bit of everything in that. Right. So, I mean, I was doing some supplements and some juicing and raw foods, and I was doing okay. anything I thought that could be good for me and not right. bad, while also not not doing what the doctors told me. Okay. To do. So we know that you're. We know who your dad is, right? I think you said his name is Randy. <laughs> Clark. I did. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, where did that fall into it? Did you get people being like, "Well, how could your dad? How did this happen? Your dad's the, one of the." you know, foremost uh, healer, you know, I mean, guys in the ministry. He's, that's like, that's what I'm he's sure, known for. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he, I didn't get that. You didn't get it. People didn't that. come up to me and, and, and question me. He, he might've got that. I mean, that's just something that happens with anyone who gets sick. I mean, John Wimber had a family at the healing ministry, you know, mm-hmm. had, had cancer. I mean, it's just. It, oh, it's through history. Right. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I'm, I, I'm so used to that. Like, this is just kind of the world we live in and right. like this is the fight we, we have so like, i'm not concerned i'm just it. interested and babe you, you probably are you like because one of the first people i called was randy when we found out you were sick were you like i gotta call my dad like honestly like you got because you got to understand the perspective of everybody sitting there going if i ever got sick call randy and i had access to clark's inner chamber right you know right. like <laughs> well i mean to be sure it. i i was doused in you know hands laid on me prayer okay. from both my mom and my dad fairly regularly um as well as anyone else that was right was available which because of who he is there was obviously a good lot of people there was good connections yeah. a lot of people who were available so i was getting you know lots lots of prayer covering for sure okay um yeah yeah. So okay. So that was what? How long ago? A little over five years. Because I just got the full. You know, you Come get on. checked up every six months until so f- five years. It's a little over five years. Okay. And so Moose, just in a nutshell, I know I, I did a little bit about a year ago. Got diagnosed. And do you, fill fill people in. Tell what 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 happened. What how did it look like? What did what were the things that went through your head? Um, the funny thing though with with us was um, as soon as my last uh, our last son was born. I developed this itchy skin, and uh, so we all thought it was just like a hormonal thing. And uh, um, I did. 
<laughs> and um, so we have actually trying to figure out why I was so itchy for two years. And we, so we've been trying to figure it out, and that was all part of Hotchkiss. So Describe actually, itchy, like. Oh, like I would start itching anywhere, everywhere. And it was, was there just a like rash or any kind nothing, of nothing, no, no color, no nothing that in all the blood <laughs> you works. Were just itchy. Yeah. itchy. We'd like, be we'd be like laying laying at night and she'd be like, aren't you itchy? Is it these sheets? Like she'd just be scratching everything. Anywhere, everywhere. For two years. For two years. And itchiness is a sign of Hodgkin's. It's Hodgkin's like one of the one of the symptoms of Hodgkin's. Yeah. Wow. And but the scary thing for me was just like for those two years, every time they were doing blood work, everything was showing normal. Everything showed normal. So you go into you go into dermatologist, try different ones, like try one. They'd give her cream, stuff like that. They blamed it on the pregnancy. They blamed it on like the changing of the seasons. Oh, it's spring. Oh, it's winter. Like and it, the first dermatologist I saw after a year and a half of that said, "Oh, it's just dry skin. Just put put some lotion on it." Mm -hmm. And we were like, "This doesn't seem right." So I went to a second. I was. I was like, "Put some lotion <laughs> on some that." You're whining. Here's some jerkins. Yeah. Be quiet. <laughs> I was like, "Go blonde that thing, babe." Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the second doctor, as soon as he saw it, and as soon as he asked me a few questions, he said, okay, let's do an x-ray of the lungs. And I was like, x-ray of well, the lungs? This is what, <laughs> after two years? Hold on, no, this is after two, after years. two years. So I asked the doctor, I'm like, if, if I've had these symptoms for two years, how long do you think at least I've had this? And he's like, at least for three years. And I was like, holy oh, moly. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, God, your hand has been on top of this. Though it makes crazy no sense because you know we have been trying i've been trying to find answers for this but it's yeah so that was it was a heavy day in the heart household yeah it was so everybody i'm sure everybody wants to hear from us like we were just invigorated with faith and boldness <laughs> and even though that was an aspect of it because it's kind of what we're what we're grounded and what we're rooted in we've been through worse like we've been through worse in, you know, whether it's in going into danger zones, like you were just in the DRC, you were just in the Congo six months prior, a couple months prior. You know, we've been, you know, lost babies on the, you know, on the field in Mozambique. Like we've been around that stuff. This one hit in a totally different, a different way. Era. It just yeah. hit in a total, total different way. One that we were unexpected for. Right. But so I, I want to take a moment and see, and if you have anything about this, like just fill people in on that that first kind of few days when we actually found out what it was, stage four, all that stuff. I, I was with, um, I think I was in Australia with Heidi and Stacy when we found out. Well, it was like different stages because they first called, we were getting on our way, to, we were going to have a date. <laughs> and as we go out on a date, they call me back to say, okay, we have found four different growths on you. So there is definitely something there. So that was the first shock of the news. And right. literally that night as we were like having dinner, I locked in and pain, like almost passed out at the restaurant. So we had to go and um, and uh, had the uh, Dr. Becker helped us. Uh, and as soon as... We know Dr. Becker, man. He's a <laughs> chiropractor. Yeah, chiropractor. He's, he's awesome. Magic fingers. He and um, so as soon as... Um, so what was going on was like the tumor was pressing on the chest area. And so it will pop the... The ribs were not staying in place. So it don't matter how long he will pop them back in, but because the tumor was putting pressure right. in it, oh. it will just pop the. So that's what's the pain. How big was, was the tumor? The tumor was like the size, the size of, of my, a fist. Wow. My yeah. Fist. So it was what six inches or six inches remember. by six he inches. Just, it was huge. Oh my god. Maybe three inches by three inches, so. six centimeters by six centimeters, something like that. And um, so, and then the the second th the thing after that was they did a first biopsy, and they after two weeks of waiting that first diagnosis was like we have no diagnosis, we have to do a second biopsy. Oh come on! 
And so the first, they did it over here, one of the grows, and then the second one, they went straight where the growth was. And so after waiting again, another two weeks. So it, it took a weeks. whole month. It was almost like a month and a half until we actually be, had the final yeah. diagnosis. So which was crazy. And during that time, you're like, you know that something is wrong, yeah. but you didn't know what it was and right. what it was called. So, um, yeah, so it yeah. was like a mix of everything, though, because the first thing, for me at least, it, was, it wasn't so much I'm like... I'm, I'm going to die or not. It was like, what? Like, what? And then I was just dealing with the pain because I was in so much pain. And then the doctor put me up on the narcotics. So I just glimpsed and going through through some of that. But it was just like, did this just happen? And, you know, and then you still have to be dad and mom because the kids are still all right. around. And you're like, hold on. And the kids yeah, know hold. something's going on. The kids right. know that. I mean, you had yours was too young. But, mm-hmm. you know, the ki- it just in, in the house. Maybe one and a half. Like a, y- a year and a half? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're just like, and then, yeah, so dealing with that. But it, was, it wasn't so much, but it just makes you realize, as you're like, okay, if I'm gone, what is this, what have I done with my life? You know, when it just makes you, like, review and, like, okay, what do I want to put my energy on? Yeah. What is my legacy that I want to live on? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a good, I think if we all just take life for granted sometimes. And, and when you get put into some of these situations, you go, well, God, the what did I need it to put my effort on? Right. And, and what will I want to put my effort on now that I got my first report? You know, we still have a ways to go. But, you know, because you know, like the first year, I think they do the test every few, like every three months or something like that. And then at the second year, I think they spread them a little bit more to figure out to make sure that things are still on the right track. When, when so a lot of people don't know this, but when, because as soon as we found out what was going on, I, I put it out, you know, to get prayer. That was like my Major first thing. response was like, Okay, I got to get people praying. It was amazing because uh, you know Dan Muller. Uh, we we so Heidi was the first one I called uh, when I found out she was with me in Australia when we had an idea what was going. On. And then when the definitive, this is what it is. I called Heidi. I think she might have been like the first or second. My parents and then Heidi. I called and we got. She started praying, and then I I immediately I didn't go to Randy. I went. To, I called Randy eventually, but uh, I uh, Dan Muller. Do you know Dan? If, yeah, you're, if you're unfamiliar absolutely. with Dan, you you need to check out his ministry. He's got Neck a million. Ministries. Yeah, it's it's that's the name. It's awesome. So Todd White, spiritual father. I'm sure everybody watching knows who Todd White is. Yeah, um, and, incredible man. And Dan is just like miracles, signs, and wonders. Immediately, Dan was the coolest guy. He he drove to our house, sat in our living room, and preached at us for about 55 minutes. Hmm. <laughs> just preached at us in like faith and fear and. And, you know, like who you are in Christ and then like prayed for five minutes and then saddled on out. So good. Just vintage Dan Muller. I'm telling you, he has one of the most amazing ministries. So we went, we started calling friends. We started calling uh, doctors that we knew and everybody was really, was really amazing. But the percentage wise, and I didn't ask ask for the percentage, but the percentage wise, it was about 50-50. When we first found out, stage four lymphoma. Yeah, stage four. 50, stage four. 50 it went south, rate. south of her of her um, diaphragm, which is like bad. So I went. It went into your kidney, your liver, or something like that, right? The spleen was com- the spleen. I'm sorry, spleen yeah. was completely covered, and um, so so it was bad. So you know, so for for me, I don't want to just talk about sickness, right? Because we all know we, you came through it. You're through it. I want to know uh, for these people watching, because I think. For us, there was nobody out there. So there was part of it was shame, right? Because we're, I'm just going to be, I, 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 maybe you didn't feel it, but I felt it not from myself, right? But 
but from people when they started talking. And I think a lot of Christians don't talk about their sickness, especially in the charismatic movement, healing movement, because they don't want to be looked at as not having enough faith, not being, you know, spiritual, not, especially as ministers, right? Uh, we, you know, it's it's very, you're, you become very vulnerable when you start, you know, posting these things. So um, I, I, it was, the whole process of going through it, I think was really, was really eye-opening to me. Um, you're saying you experienced shame or you just... I, 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 shame isn't the right word. Look, I didn't experience shame. No, like I, I will say this. I, I, I did have fear, not of death, right? Because my wife and I, we really have lived our lives. Like I can honestly say we have lived our lives to where we, we don't care if we die, right? Like, I mean, we, we, we're not, we're not going to do it at our own hands, but we have put ourselves in situations. You might, Josh, this is a little heavy, no? <laughs> We've put ourselves in situations where it's like if we die, we die. Right? Like, that was our missionary right. upbringing. That was our missionary. Just a few months, two months prior, Musi was in the red zone in the DRC. Like, rebel right. territory. Yep. You know, like, that's kind of where we've pointed our lives. So so fear of death isn't an issue. It's more, for me, what hit me was, was like, there's just so much information. You know, it's just so much. And, and, and fighting and standing on faith, right? Knowing who I am, knowing what I believe, knowing what God said about my wife, and also seeing this opposite report taking place in front of you and then you start uh, i'm really confident in what i believe but you just start getting the chatter you know like oh it must be sin oh it must be this you didn't have any of this no oh gosh oh Oh, it must be oh we'll talk about this i have a whole list come on no no no, it's gonna be good so a lot of people they believe this that like my wife is in great sin or i'm in sin uh my covering my covering is broken over the household that's why there must be rebellion in the house that's why and things wow. start happening. So so immediately we got we got a barrage of of well intended people who are trying to problem help. solve for but, you. But 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 it's absolutely just the most demonic, re, right. ridiculous stuff that people can think of. And a lot of it is because we try to figure this whole thing out. Like yeah. in the faith movement, in the healing movement, we try to figure out if it's not this, then it's this. And if you do this, then this happens. And so so for faith, a lot of people, especially in the healing, they when there's a sickness, then something must be wrong, right? Because God is good, and the enemy's bad, and this is cancer, and the enemy comes to rob, steal, and destroy, and this is robbing, yeah. stealing, and destroying my wife. So where's the open door? You, you, I started getting stuff like, where's your open doors, you know? And uh, we never had that conversation. I would never even send her any of those things. But you start getting this barrage of, of stuff, which you didn't get. No. No. Well, yours God. was so fast too, though, Josh. Like yeah. it was like out of the blue. Oh, Josh had the surgery. Like what? When did it happen? And then. And you're like a superstar. I mean, you have you have like a Facebook that. following Stop. that that rivals President Obama's last I checked. Listen, so, I it mean, happens. Yeah, I uh, I, I, don't, Will, I don't have that. Will I have Hart, about Will ten Hart people that follow me. Just go there. Two of them are my mom's private accounts. So I I do not have a lot of people who would speak those sort of things over me. So I think it was it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. There was one point where I started a list just because I knew I'd be talking about it later, not huh. because, you know, I, I, I want. I was upset, but it was like I had a list of about seventy different things that if you do this, then your you wife will, will be healed. It. If you blend this root from an Arab tree with an Inca tree, right, like legitimately, right. I'm not joking. That's right just now. people trying to be helpful, though. If so, you I rub mean, this oil, well, I'm patient with those. Well, I mean, that's just good. I, I don't mind the holistic side. No, it's like the fact that. For me, if I was like, repent of all this different stuff that I was like, oh my God, I'm like, you don't actually know what, you know, it was like, yeah. you know, her, her, her Paraguayan roots need to be washed clean. 
whatever. Like there's all of this stuff that people think. And for me, all I see are people putting their faith in something that's not Jesus. Like all I see is like, oh, if you drink this pill or take this pill or drink this juice or rub this oil under your armpits four times a day and diffuse this oil thing. Oil Oil. Just, just coconut oil pull. Just, uh, I'm telling you, man, yeah. we got we got lists and lists and lists. And then I would we would share pictures of, you know, people like we'd be eating dinner as a family or whatever, you know. And people be like, you can't eat that. That's killing your wife. If you put acid, that's acidic. That acid is what's caught. You know, like it was just crazy. So I know people are people. I've been in ministry long enough, and I don't let that stuff get to me. But I do think I would love to hear your opinions on that whole process of being inundated, rightfully so, we put it out there, right? Yeah. right? So we, so, but being inundated with all that stuff, the, the natural stuff, the YouTube videos, oh man, even I got a new YouTube video thing yesterday. Somebody's like, watch this, cancer, the cure for cancer is here, but it's being hidden, you know? And, and if you watch this video, you know, What's the cure? I don't remember. Did, did you watch I haven't watched watch the video. Watch video. No, but we, okay. we, got, we got so much stuff. What, tell me, what did you think about all that stuff? No, I know there are certain things that definitely help, and it's just like common sense, you know. So, but just to pretend that that's the only key to mm-hmm. it, I think it's like off, a little off balance. So it's like trying to find in the midst of, um, is you're processing all that. It's like okay, then getting even the at the beginning we started really strong with the juicing, as at the same time that I was doing chemo. So time-consuming. Can we just talk about the the cleanup that's involved with juicing and the expense associated with juicing? Who has that kind of money? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's insanity. We need to talk about finance in this whole thing, too. Oh, my gosh. But it it was like – and it was like finding the right time because they were also like, okay, you don't want to straight do that um, uh, as you have in chemo the same day or the day after. Mm. We give it a few days so that it will just help. And we did. I did the juicing for – but then as, as it got, you know, at halfway the treatment, I had no more drive to do it. Like, I was so just drained, and I was just holding on to just be able to be there as a mom right. than trying to go and choose. I just had nothing left inside of me to do it. I was growing wheatgrass by the tray full. <laughs> we did wheatgrass. <laughs> we did it. Like, we did it. We took the same stance, and this, is, this was our stance. Our stance was we're going to do what we do best, which is the spiritual we're going to gather as many of the generals as we can around us, and we're going to let the doctors do what they do best. Yep. And they are not separate from each other. God uses doctors. Doctors are used by God. It's it, we we. That's kind of the stance that we took from the beginning. We're going to do whatever they tell us to do. You know, right? I was for the say, most part. I, I was going to say, like, as long as it makes sense to you and you feel peace right. about that, that's what you need to do. Is you talk with your family, and and that and that's what we did. Because I'm like. Yeah, there are times that you got to pray for discernment and yeah. know what to do. And we did. Like, along the way, we, we would. But we just we took that stance. Like, we're going to do what the doctors tell us to do. And we're going to do what God tells us to do. And they aren't fighting each other. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They, 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 they're working together. And we're going to do, like, the whole juicy vitamin, rub oil, yeah. diffuse things. And Chinese which, medicine. All they did was yeah. make my room stinky. <laughs> it, that's all it did. Lavender. If I, had a lot if of I lavender smell, smell oil diffuse... Yeah. In my house Peeps again. Oil. We did I do hate this. that stuff. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't want to get any angry mm-hmm. emails. Right. That stuff is nasty. I would wake up, Moosey would be rubbing it on my my heels. <laughs> like I'd be sleeping because she knew I wouldn't. He it's wouldn't do story. it on his own. So I was like, okay, well, he sleeps. Yeah. Why does he need to have oil on his heels? Listen, it's because just like a solidarity now, thing. Yeah. We're all going to do it together. We're going to rub oil on our We're heels. going to be one yeah. no matter yeah. what, even yeah. if you're asleep. <laughs> no, the problem was my immune system was low. 
So whenever he will travel that he did a lot less, then he gets exposed to stuff and then he can bring it home. So it was like the matter of trying to protect and the kids were going to school. You know, so we were trying to just keep, right. you know, as clean as we could mm-hmm. and try to avoid and keep immune systems up high. So, so. we did t- just so we did 12 months or no, I'm sorry, six months of chemo of radi- right. of chemo of chemo. And you did every other week. Mm-hmm, for the most part, and yeah. and then we did uh, five. I'm saying we you did this five weeks of radiation. Oh, well, three and a, 17 days. Okay. So which is like three and a half weeks. OK. Or so. And we thought we were going to do more. So immediately, right? So this this news hits. I don't know how people that have this happen in their house with like normal jobs. I don't know how they do it. That's we. Right. So the first thing was Randy and Tom found out. We had Randy praying for Moose and Deanne. You would go. Moose would go over to their house. Like so, we we surround. But 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 the coolest thing, and this is why I I love global. This is why I serve Randy. This is why I serve your dad. And uh, is because he he immediately said, "Don't worry about finance. Don't worry about anything." Global will take care of this. Like global will like foot the bill, even though you know I I still went out and ministered. But it gave me the freedom to just cut off about 80 percent of my travel schedule. So I ended up staying home most of that. That's awesome. That year, I don't know how people. I don't know how they who do don't it. have that ability to. I I don't know how they do it. It was, it was insane with with three kids, a, a babe, a baby, and and the two younger ones. Yeah. And you you coming home getting sick like I, I just don't know how how it happens, but uh, but I remember the first time we came back from chemo, um, <laughs> I said I did great that first day and I think it was like a day and a half or so afterwards I said to her oh I think I just need to lay down and I literally what slept for like a day and a half and oh but gosh. I woke up for like literally <laughs> little gl- glimpses of like going having to sit next to them dinner. Okay, gotta go back, and I would just go and sleep. Wow. So I literally, and I was like, so the second time I just looked at him, like, okay, it's starting. I'll see you in two days, but it wasn't that bad actually. I only slept for a few hours, but he's, I was like out for yeah. like a day and a half, and just woke up, you know, just wanted to see the kids, them coming back, mm-hmm. and um, and just preparing. Like this was a huge walk for them as well, yeah. you know, because I'm like the first time coming back. Yeah, how old were they? I mean, well, ages a year at that ago. Time. So eight, eight and eight, seven, seven, eight, and, and yeah. one. So I was fortunate. Mike, you know, he was only one, one and a half. He had, right. He was oblivious no to clue. it. But like, obviously, now he's you know almost almost seven. So now, if I went through what I went through before, it there would be conversations. Different. He would know what's right. going on. We need to oh, explain yeah. it. Like right. your kids, they. You sat them down together and did a family meeting, no. or they just sort of picked up on Facebook, no. like, "Mom, you should be <laughs> forgiving your grandfather." Or, I mean, well, how did they get involved? How like, did they Josh, process? You it? brought sin into the house, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't have any open doors. No, uh, no, we had to have some conversations that you really don't want to have with your kids. T- here, here's good. the conversations because yeah. people want to. So we sat them down, and we said, "Mom's sick," right? And it's serious. Like we we decided. We weren't gonna pull punches. Sugarcoat anything. No, no, because why am I gonna lie to my children? So, so that's those struggles, right? So, faith. I believe that mom's gonna get healed. Yep. And I don't believe she's you know going to die. She's gonna die, even though there are numbers that are saying that, and there are signs that can point that way. And and not wanting to lie to my children. So so we sat we sat them down. We just we just were honest with them. We figured they're eight and nine or seven and seven and eight. Uh, they knew something was going on, you know, phone calls, people visiting, Dan Moeller said the house, you know, who's preaching this guy? for an hour. Yeah, he's like, you're going to, he, he's amazing. Yeah, but so, I was in pain. I couldn't function anymore. You were, you were on painkillers. Like, we, like, let's just be honest. She was in, she yeah. wasn't making She's it through the night shape. without, without Percocets, all yeah. that stuff. And, and you were going to go through chemo. So it was going to be obvious right. that yeah, something's something going, going on. We were praying for, like, she would wake up and writhing in pain. I'd be like praying in tongues over her and nothing would happen. 
like nothing would happen. It would just get worse and worse and worse. And 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 she finally like we just you know went to pills. I mean, you had to. The yeah. the pain was so bad. So um, so we sat the kids down and we said, "Mom's really sick. Things are going to happen. You guys are going to realize that." This is one of those times we got to soldier up, soldier together. She's going to be, we believe. Do you tell them cancer? Do you say the word? No, no, no not originally. Not no, originally. The it, it took some time. We, we, we wanted, we didn't want to hit it like hard with them all yeah. at once. And we, we notified the school. Yeah, we talked to the teacher. And teachers. we talked to um, the teacher, uh, the counselor. The counselor of the school. And uh, whose, whose husband was a, what do you call him? A, he's a cancer. He's an oncologist. So she immediately went into like research asking her husband she like jumped on board it was amazing no i don't know if she's a believer or not um i don't remember but you know just jumped on board with us so that was cool the whole community i will say this we got to talk about this i have a whole new respect for the body of christ that i have never had in my entire life like i fell in love during this whole time with the body of christ in a way that i definitely had never experienced so we got the school involved, and so she would just kind of sit with the kids. How you doing? What's you know, not making a big deal, but 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 getting them involved in it. And then, um, and then it was about probably about three months into it, we we said, okay, mom's got cancer. Well, what's cancer? Okay, cancer. This is what it is. It's a sickness. Okay, and that's when I started having conversations with the kids. So I had one with Josh and with Bella. Um, I was dropping Bella off at like a Sky Zone, this little trampoline place. So she gets out to go to this birthday party. Mom's at home, like sleeping. You just had chemo that day. Josh, he's my oldest. He's seven. Uh, he's eight at the time. We drop Bella off. We're, all, we're alone in the car. He goes, Dad, I got a question to ask you. And I'm like, okay, Josh, what is it, buddy? He goes, and he just starts tearing up, you know. And he goes, his mom, and he couldn't, he didn't even, like, he was scared to say it. He was like, you know, is mom going to be, uh, he's like, that's not what I want to say. He's like, could mom... Uh, and I know what he's trying to ask, sure. but I want him to say it in his own words. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, is there a chance that mom couldn't make it? And I'm like sitting there driving in a parking lot going, how do you have this conversation with an eight-year-old kid? And at the same time, not lie to him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't want to lie because the reality is she could die. Right. Right. Like, that. that is – like, I, I've lost – I know we're talking – we're having fun with it. I've lost uh, an aunt to cancer. Uh, my dad had had cancer removed from yes you know uh, last year like this isn't something that that we're far from and we just being in ministry praying for we see people pass away all the time we had one of our best one of our good friends that was a missionary in Mozambique with us there you know when my children when Josh was born just passed away you know so this isn't something that we're withdrawn from withdrawn from and so I, he he just goes dad could she die and I said you know what Josh yeah she can she can he just you could see him getting tear tear up but I I said Josh. I want to tell you something. I said we can all die at any time, and like, <laughs> I don't know and if then this he starts crying yeah. a lot more. I was like, I tried to explain it to him, you know, like we we could get in this car accident right here. So yeah. we were driving. Around. I said we could pull out. Somebody can hit us. I was like, any of us can die at any time, and uh, I said, but and he was pretty. He was he was he was just kind of taken in it. I said, but Josh, your dad. Uh, I said, you know, all those kids at school that have like dads that are like lawyers or. They work jobs, and I said they're all really good at what they do. I said, and they, here's the coolest thing. I said your dad is like one of the best in the world at praying for the sick. And, and I don't know, I'm not, and you know, but it's just this is my this is my eight year old sure. son. I said your dad's a superhero. You can hype yourself up to your son. I, I mean, that's, that's a given. <laughs> You're supposed to be able to do that. He's like really no. He's like you know. I'm like your dad's one of the best in the world yeah. at praying for the sick. I said so. Dad's gonna do what he does best. 
and we're going to trust Jesus to do what he does best. And we're going to trust the doctors. And I think your mom's going to be just fine. And uh, he just, as soon as I said that your dad's going to do it, he, he just started bawling. And, and it was great. It was like, as soon as he got, as soon as it was out there, like I was so scared to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you had the same one with Bella. Cause I think you, you talked to Bella, but I talked with Josh. Uh, and as soon as that conversation, it was like, okay, I said, I said, and I just made it a family or dear. I said, we're going to just, this is where we're at. And so we're going to do this. We're going to do, it's going to be hard. We're going to do it. Y'all need to have good attitudes. Y'all need patience. And we just took, took, took the whole time and, and, ch- and changed, changed the way we did life. My mom ended up coming in. She was coming in and out. We had friends. Here's what I want to say about, about the, the body of Christ. Okay. I, I've served the body. I love the body because I have to, right? In ministry, mm-hmm. I love the body. I've never appreciated them as much as as, as we have until this happened. We we we've been char- part of a local church for a few years at this point. They rallied around us. Meals, um, you know, it was spectacular how people jumped right in. People with cancer don't want pasta meals, though. I just want to say that out there. Don't make anybody pasta. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that true? Yeah, we got pasta a lot. A lot of pasta. A lot of pasta. Quick and easy. Carbs. Carbs. It is so quick and just easy. A lot but then everybody, <laughs> the problem is everybody thinks quick and easy, and then you yeah. have a week of pasta, two mm. weeks of pasta. Oh, I think it was 95% of, of the time people made us pasta. How much weight did you get? I, start, I legitimately put on 15 pounds. I'm not joking. I put on 15 pounds. He wanted to feel Moosey. the same. Yeah, sure. he when Moosey got <laughs> sick. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Oh man, let's not talk about that though, because because they're gone. I took them off, and then some, and then some. <laughs> testify, no testify. So uh, we we just we just fell in love with the body again, and we I for me it was like this is what the body this is what the church is for. I mean the church is for a lot of things, but but when people are are going are going south, and 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 we're still we're still alive and doing this because of those people, those random people that would. Send us twenty-five dollar checks. Send us hundred hundred dollar checks. We had people from all. They would. They wouldn't even put return addresses on them. Just sending us checks. Sending us cash. Sending us gift cards. It was amazing. It was. It was so cool to see that. And, and still, we didn't have to ask for anything from anybody. And just the body rallied around us. So listen, if you got somebody, you know, going through something like that at your church, just cut them checks left and right. They need it. I mean. I was. Tr- I've been trying to do the math. I think we spent an extra twenty-five grand this year, related to the sickness. Twenty-five grand. I can't believe. Wow. And we have amazing co- like health insurance right. here at Global yeah. Awakening. But it, we, yeah, because she got sick at the end of the year, we paid her full out, and yeah. then we got. Yeah, it's just crazy. But then all the other stuff that's around it, you know, juicing and all that stuff. Like we, and and God did it. Like people just just poured poured money and left so and right. Cool. It was really cool. And then Randy and Tom. They were like, you don't have to minister well. Like, like do it. Don't not minister because you know you just want to take the time off. But, but if that's a worry, don't let that don't let that worry you. And and it was it was spectacular. That's what I love about your dad, man. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. I like him. I like him a lot. He once told me he's really good at what he does too. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe him. Did I you cry? Did, did you cry? cry when I still believe him. Yeah, still believe he him. actually is pretty good yeah, at what he does. He's pretty spectacular what he does. I well. uh, yeah, I appreciate him. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Well, I do want to just mention something for me at least. Um, one of the interesting things have been like just in the midst of all this is to lay everything down 
as you're choosing to battle as well and knowing how to do that and when to do it because as you lay everything down before the Lord then you need the physical you know and the emotional well, mental I guess to just like keep punching and keep going to appointments and keep driving and keep being a mom and keep being so that's that was a that was a that was something to juggle mm. definitely and so I want to just encourage everyone that still is going through it like don't um, it's normal if you do feel that way that one part you feel like how does this even like emotionally or mentally and like it's like it's it's normal to just feel like what just it's just all like a mix of crazy good tired but excited all in one same bundle if somehow it makes sense right or some days better than others some days are worse you wake up and you don't quite feel as oh yeah motivated were, or in faith and yeah thanks for saying that actually there were days at the beginning especially Charlie the treatment <laughs> at the beginning of the treatment that there were moments that i just wanted to i literally will put the blanket over me and just pray in tongues to be able to get myself out of bed yeah and, and the more I've talked to other people that have done chemo, they see that that's how they feel. Like, it's just a drug that it just, like, completely just takes you out to this, like, weird, almost deadly place. Mm. That you just have to literally choose and push and choose and push to choose life when there's nothing inside of you wanting to do that. Mm. And I had to literally, there were times that I literally had the blanket over me and just praying in tongues to be able to get out of there for, like, a while. Was God talking to you during those times? He was, and there were um, there were moments um, that they were just like God. I, I I just need you to say one word that you of what you think of me, and I would literally just go before the Lord and just say, "Please tell me something that you say about me." And He would just say, um, "You're beautiful," or "You are strong," and it just one word that that I'll be able to just hold just that day when I needed it, and uh, so that those were. It was just awesome to see that whenever you just go to him to whatever you need, he really does come through. And sometimes it doesn't come the way that you wanted it to come, but it still comes. And um, just you just have to just, just wait and hold on in yeah. there. It was weird. I heard nothing from God. For that whole season. Just, I mean, very, very rarely did I hear anything. And that's kind of the way that it is. So like everybody out there, that hears all they hear all these stories. They think, you know, we must be audibly talking to him all all day long and he must you know like I didn't feel like God was incredibly close personally to me during this time but I watched uh the the lead up to the thing so I, can I can I share what happened leading up to this what, you might yeah. like this joke. we can edit it out we can this is spectacular yeah. Yeah, we'll edit it in post <laughs> this is good uh podcast stuff so I don't know we Lucy and I weren't doing well in our marriage oh, right yeah. yeah we weren't Bef- doing well before or during the process before Oh, okay. During, <laughs> she can't complain, man. Like, I'm a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Right. Listen. Yes. I, I, I did really good during this you time. Did. Um, <laughs> that's, I don't know if I should admit that. I feel good about it. No, there. you know what? The Lord did tell me one thing, like, very, very clearly. He said, you have to do this well. If you don't do this well, then you're, then you're basically not going to be in ministry much longer. Like, I had, I came at this thing, at this whole season with a conviction of, I have to do this thing, this season with my wife well, put ministry on the side, and just, de- you know, devout, devote myself to my right. family. Uh, and so I, I did I did do that. Um, what was I saying? Beforehand, you guys were Beforehand, struggling. Beforehand, so we somewhat. were struggling. So um, it wasn't, you know, no, there was, you know, nothing crazy, no sin. It's just, it's just hearts, you know. She was, she was having a hard time with the amount I was traveling. She was having a hard time with, um, with, I don't know. Just personalities, it. just, or just like let's our not own talk about person. that. My personality is fantastic. 
Right. It's you're fantastic. really good. You're really good at what you do. I'm and so he's good. perfect all the way. Right. <laughs> my personality is fantastic. People wanna wanna have my personality. People have tuned fantastic. in for this personality. <laughs> no, listen. That's why they're tuning in. Um, no. Uh, so so we we uh, we kind of got to this place. Where we were like, we're at an impasse, right? That's it's marriages. They get there, and so we. I said, I'm not going to become a statistic. We're going out to. So it was. Work. So it was quasi serious when you, I mean. No, I, I mean, mean it would yes never no. happen. It it's was, like a Will Smith listen. scenario. Divorce is not an option. No, so no, it would no, never happen. No, no, no. But no, no. like it was, you, it was serious no. enough that you're like, we need to get some. It was serious enough to go like, we can't. Do we have to own. change yeah. something. Yep. We have to change something. And what we've been doing with little counselors here and there, you know, wisdom books and all that stuff. Right. That's not. That's not working. So, so. Through God encounters, pastors like, man, this place saved my marriage. We go out to Colorado. I fly Moose out and myself to Colorado. It's on my Facebook. It, we, we said it was vacation, but we were really out there getting Whoa. our butts kicked <laughs> by this guy. My butt kicked mostly. Was this a counselor. secular counselor? This was no, a Christian counselor, but more like focus on the family. More like okay. not, yeah. I don't know. Like, what that, I don't know what it means until you give okay, me so with details. A little bit. There wasn't like inner healing. What <laughs> inner healing? What you know, like vows. What you know, right. hardened hearts. Like it was more just like okay, you need to communicate. It was just kind of like foundation stones. Sure. So we sat there for two weeks. This guy yelled at me for about two weeks. I yelled back at him because I figured he literally I'm yelled him. at you. Yes, at this- more than one time. He called me emotionally retarded. Whoa. <laughs> I made John laugh over there. The Whoa. camera John. Producer. Producer. Producer camera John uh, is laughing. He called me emotionally retarded. Wow. Yeah. Strong was this words. Was an open session or just like a closed session? No, this was the closed. Two, two people. And then we had like group sessions with right. a couple other families that were there. Yeah. And every so often I'd get angry, I'd storm out and sit in the. You seat. got angry and stormed oh, out. It happened more than once. More than once. And I said some things to him that I probably should. And I apologize for. Listen, whatever. Counseling I think we is need the him worst. on the next podcast. <laughs> he, I think he would be. A he good was a very interesting. Let, let me just tell you, I am a. I, I go in. I want to get stuff done. I'm a mover and a shaker. Yeah. He would sit back. He would drink hot water. Who drinks hot water all day long? And he would tell me about how many bowel movements he had in a day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he would tell me about his walking schedule mm-hmm. and how everybody needs to walk and how walking figures clears everything up. And he would sit there and lean back in his chair. And he put his foot up on a basketball, like a semi-deflated basketball, for two weeks. And I just, I just wanted to wring his little <laughs> basketball leaning on neck okay. as he would tell me how bad I was. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, there's a reason why we went out there. Yeah. And so we did two weeks. We go after this. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah? And at the end of two weeks, like, we came, home, we came back home. Success. And, what? Success. Uh, Successful trips. Look at this. Bang. Look at that. Well, obvi- obviously, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of tools. He gave you tools. 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 Sure. And really, and I would call him one. I'd be like, wow. "You're a jerk." Wow. And okay. I don't like your tools. And wow. this doesn't work in the real world. And nobody talks like this. Nobody acts like this. He he had like graphs he would put on the floor, and he'd be like, "You tell him something, and then you say." Wow, I've never thought of it that way. And I'm like, nobody talks like that. I don't talk like that. And if you think that we're going to talk like that alone, you're crazy. And that's when he called me emotionally retarded. Are we bleeping out that word? But I just, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. We'll have to get. We'll have to do like a no a survey. Not, it's what he see. said to it me. Is, it, it is a direct quote. So it's from probably a Christian counselor. It's probably okay. But you're not, the lawyer. Not Josh, okay. Josh Clark is a lawyer. I'm not probably. Yeah. But was it was it awkward for you? I mean, we've heard his side of the story. Did you think, oh, yeah, this is a little weird, over the top? You're like, oh no, he's got he's he's right on the money here. This is. Well, there were. Um, Will has no problem telling you what he thinks and, ha- and with his intensity. So he got somebody to tell him with 
his same intensity. And so I think he matched it was, his. No, uh, he didn't. Was, Nobody can match this. No. Let's <laughs> so just I be think honest. It was, it was interesting to this. see it with somebody that we have never met to just go strong like that. I was like, wow. Yeah. So uh, it was a. It was it was interesting. And Is intense. my face red? <laughs> my ears all. are hot all of a good. sudden. You look good. I feel so warm in here now. Yeah. Love. All, why are we talking about this? All that being said, I'm waiting. All that being said, we go we go we go for two weeks of intensive counseling. We're home three weeks, and then bang, we get hit with probably the toughest t- time our marriage has ever gone through. So like, even leading up to this, I knew I know for a fact if we hadn't done that or faced that in whatever scenario God would have done it, he he had it in with that counselor. If we hadn't have done that, going into that time of of of, of cancer, we would have it imploded. It would not have been pretty. So 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 when I, st- I was talking about what did God talk to me during these times, like those setups, those God setups were out of this world, just out of this world. And I can look back now and say, oh my God, he he knew exactly. What he, was. he wasn't audibly saying, go here, do this, try this, right. drink this potion, you know, like whatever. Go go to South America. Somebody wanted me to go to South America, take my wife to South America, and like send her on a a vision quest. Um, wow. The ayahuasca. Forest. Ayahuasca. Somebody wanted really? to. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Shaman stuff. This wow. is crazy. It's wow. crazy. So uh, so God did speak to us. I think looking back after the fact, we, we I've definitely seen it. But did we get a lot of the audible? No. No. I felt I felt very pulled back. But like, isn't that the way that it usually is? Right. I, I did. At the beginning, though, after getting some prayer, though, I felt like, I don't know, maybe it was maybe January. Is I was just spending time with the Lord. Um, that there were a few things that he told me. And one of them was like, uh, it's not going to be a one man's prayer. Oh. And and I was like, okay, don't I work for a ministry that works? And I was just like, God, that makes absolutely no sense. And, and I was like, okay. And I just felt like God said, is you before me and the body lifting you up? Yeah. And that's what it and, was. Really and, cool. and, and that was, so it gave me so much... Just peace of to just instead of going hunting for prayers, and I know God has done that with other people, you know. But I just felt like, okay, this is my journey, and my journey doesn't need to look like anybody else. And I just need to just lay it before the Lord and persevere before the Lord for what He has for me. So I probably had about thirty different text emails from people that we know, people that we love, people that we care about, that were like, "The Lord told me, if I come, then she will be healed." And pray for it. like we maybe not thirty maybe fifteen. What do you say to those? Do I said let, no. You say don't come. No, no. Uh, why? Some of these people. I don't even know that we knew some. No, of I mean there was a chunk that we didn't know. So of course, you know, no way you could be a Looney Tune. But but even people that we did know, like there's uh, there's about five that I that I you know have relationship with. Know these people, spend time at their house, spend time with them. That I was just like no, because not not because we didn't like them or trust them or they weren't. It's just people, anybody that wanted to have their hand on claiming this thing, like this is what's going to, Lucy's going to get healed through my prayer. Mm-hmm. If there's any of that in there, I just, I just didn't have time for it. So we would go, we would ask people to pray for my wife. Um, and, and God did amazing things along the way, but it was amazing how people wanted to lay claim to it or like their group laid claim to it or their, it was weird. Uh, that, like, we did normal. find that like it yeah, did happen it, it did happen but it's and I, that's what i'm saying i just loved when like when the lord said it's not going to be one man's prayer and it just yeah. i i didn't even i forgot about that part but it makes so much sense because i was like and i really really can't say i'm like i feel like it has been the big part has been like the body lifting mm. us up because i felt like we had prayer 24 7 i kid you not because yeah. we had had one point somebody posted can you tell musi where you're, um, where you're praying from, and they were like people from Australia, from yeah. Europe, from Africa, and I'm like, 
I don't even know half of these people. Yeah. And I just felt so humbled They're and so honored cool. that, that God would just have constant, that he will wake up people, have them to just yeah. go 24-7 to just lift us up in prayer. And one of the interesting things, what I, um, I didn't throw up once. Oh, that's really well, good. Not that I did not grab the bucket a few times <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm praying in tongues and grabbing the bucket, but I did not. And I'm like, they say that normally that's oh, not yeah. quite normal. So I'm Should so we tell thankful. them the word about Dave, Dave Wagner? Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah, I think, should. It's, I think it's cool. You, you'll like Dave this. Dave Wagner, who was formerly Dave on Wagner, the podcast. Dave Wagner, who was on the podcast, I'm yes. going to say a few weeks a few weeks prior. Yeah. Um, Dave Wagner, uh, he was one of the first prophetic guys that I that I let know. And he didn't respond to me for a couple days. Like, he just didn't didn't get back to me. I, I said, bro, pray pray for me. He's You know, we're friends, so pray for me. Let me know if you hear anything. Like, that's what I texted him. And uh, so two days went by, didn't respond. Then I get this long email, this long text from him. And uh, it was basically like, she's not going to die. So this was early on. This was that, I held on to that word more than probably anything else. I mean, I my own faith, my own heart, sure. but... But but I know Dave, and I know he wouldn't just write that. And then when he did text me, I called him up. I was like, bro, listen to me right now, and I love you. I don't care how you answer this question. I said, did you hear God on this, or or is this just an encouraging prayer, prophesying those things that are not as though they are? Right. I respect them both. Sure. But I want to know how you – he goes, I feel the Lord told me this very strongly. Wow. And it took me three days Till I got the courage to actually write it to you. Right. So the word was, your wife will live, will not die. She will minister to the staff and the people at the hospital, which we've done. Uh, it was amazing. I won't go into all that stuff. And then he said, she will not lose her hair. Like that. And like for, for chemo, that was huge. Oh, was that was massive. Huge and deal. I thought actually I was going to. All the signs and were you pointing did, to. You did not. All the signs were pointing to Musi losing her hair. That's like amazing. her hair was coming out. Oh, it was thinning out. You could totally see this, you know. And so I was getting close. I'm like, okay, it's going to be time that, to like. That was the hardest thing. For that was for you. Really I, in, in my opinion, like it wasn't the radiation. It wasn't radiation. the kids, or it wasn't. It was like the fact yeah. that her hair was coming out. You put it. You said it's an outward sign of what's going on internally. So you can't hide it. Like you can't go out on the street. Oh yeah, it and just hide the fact that well, that that you're sick. Well, it was also, there's more to it. There is that part, like, you feel like, because everybody's, you know, it literally, your hair, you feel like it's your glory. And it's, like, another thing that gets taken away from you. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, and it, yeah, anyway. So it just rips your femininity, femininity, or whatever. <laughs> femininity. Was, thank you. Yeah. Out of you. And it's, like, without permission. But anyway, femininity. so. Femininity. It's a fun word to say. Is it? Is that a real word? Yeah. Femininity. Of course it is. Of Thank course, you. Don't listen to him. Of course it is. <laughs> um, I, it sounds good. Your English is spectacular. Yeah. By the, way. by the way, let's so, just give her props. She speaks five languages. Yeah. Do you know that? Uh-huh. I, I bet your wife anymore. doesn't speak five languages. <laughs> no. But no, I don't she speak She speaks five all languages. five love languages. <laughs> that's, really? That's what she speaks. Yeah. She does. She's tell amazing. Her to, tell her to teach my, me to speak those languages. <laughs> um, hold on. So, so Dave Wagner gave this word. He's like, your hair will not fall out. And you're not gonna. You're not gonna be completely like that. Uh, was no. He said your. He said you will not lose all your hair. That's okay. what. That's the word. And so I hung on to that because that is a physical right, manifestation. word manifestation that I can see whether yeah, his word is accurate that. or not. You can track that. So, <laughs> so her hair is coming out. Like her hair is coming out in droves, and she took it down. You know, to like shoulder, and then like ears, and then like super, super short. And I was very like, cute, by the way. I was cute. like, I think oh. she looks fantastic. Very trendy. And then, uh, and then it was literally like a week before your hair was gonna come out entirely. 
maybe two yeah, weeks. Two weeks or so, but it was... Before she was going to lose everything. She goes in. The doctor's like, you're not responding well to this medication. Because chemo is four, four drugs? For this for this type of... This type uh, that we have was it's four drugs combined. And they're like, you're not responding well to one of these four drugs that we're giving you. We're going to take you off of it. And it was the drug that causes hair to come out. Oh, wow. So, like, immediately, like, literally immediately her hair started to grow back. And she never lost she never lost her hair. That's amazing. And, and for me, that was, that was like, God could have walked in the room and said, it's going to be good. And it would have been the same to me. Yeah, it really would have. Pre- right. Like, it really awesome. would have. Like, that was one of those those God times. Confirming but it came, the word. it came through another prophetic word. It wasn't, it That's didn't awesome. come, you know, through me. So how cool is that? I mean, you get the body. That's what they're there for, man, yeah. to minister to us. We minister to the body. Like, we've given our lives to minister to the body, right? And and it feels so good when they when they surround us when we're weak and uh, and they minister to us. Yeah. Can we take a break real quick? Uh, do, you, do you need to go? Yeah, no, take a break. I, what time is it? It's time for you to maybe take a break. We still have a little bit of time left. I'll be right back. Yeah, go for it. We're gonna, we're gonna talk. Oh. You, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Tanya is his wife, by the way. She's amazing. She's amazing. And Moosey and Tanya, are we? Hey, John, do you mind if we just keep going? If okay. is that okay? So Moosey and Tanya Good. met years ago before they were married to Josh. That's right. Okay. And because Tanya came down to Paraguay. And I wasn't there on that trip. No, you weren't. But um, Tanya came down to Paraguay. They got married. So Tanya is Rex Burger's, Rex and Lois Burger's daughter. And uh, she married Joshua. Rex and Lois, if you don't know them, they were itinerants uh, for Randy for years. Amazing people. Amazing, amazing powerhouses. They're spectacular. Well, Josh has stepped away. And we are going to we are gonna end up, we're going to get, get, get end here. I wanted to show you guys a couple of things. Um, I asked Bookstore Bob moments ago, right before we started this, um, if, if, if he can put a discount on one of these. And he did. He said, uh, the power to heal. Um, I know we're talking a lot about just the natural stuff, the stuff we've been going through, but, but our whole foundation is on God heals all sickness, all disease. That, that's not a doubt in our mind. Uh, more than anything else, we just wanted to bring you into our story and some of the struggle that we went through that you don't really hear about from the pulpit. Uh, but our foundation is strong. Our belief is strong that God wants to heal everything at all times, no matter what. And we, and we will fight to the end. Um, so, so Randy, this ministry, Global Awakening, is one of the greatest ministries on the planet that moves in healing, that talks about healing, that teaches on healing. And Randy, Randy has a myriad of books on the subject. Um, I, I, I haven't read this one. I, I don't want to lie to you guys. I haven't read this one because um, Randy comes out with new books all the time. Uh, have you read this one, Josh Clark? The Power to Heal. Yeah. You, you did. Yeah, that's uh, these, it's his newest the one. Manuscript. It's his newest one. So I'm not sure what the final edits look like, but when it was in. But this is great. Oh. Bookstore Bob said twenty percent off. Oh, bookstore! Yeah. Bo- shout that, out to Bookstore Bob. Shout out to, I did. Great, when you when you what talk, a great guy. Um, uh, Bookstore Bob said twenty percent off. Uh, so go to globalawakening.com. Uh, enter in the promo code. Uh, what are we? What was it? Green. Green. Yeah. I think we're we're gonna stick with green. Do you like that? Do you like the name Global Green Room? We're still settling on it. It's good. I don't really care what you think. Actually. Yeah, thank no. you. I didn't think I didn't think you did. So so Green Room, uh, we're gonna do promo code Green. Put that in, and you'll get twenty percent off in the Global Bookstore. And that's Power to Heal: Keys to Activating God's Power in Your Life. Uh, there's some other good ones which I do know and I have read. Uh, Essential Guide to Healing, Equipping All Christians to Pray for the Sick. This is Bill Johnson and Randy Clark. This is fabulous, ridiculously good. It's basically a conversation between Randy and Bill, two of the greatest ministers in healing. 
Um, go, just going back and forth, answering questions. I know that you guys have a million questions. Well, why didn't God heal you? Why didn't... I don't know. Uh, we can't answer that. Uh, I don't know. When I get to heaven, I'm going to have him... You know, I got a laundry list of stuff that I want to know why. Um, but you have two guys that have been around this a lot longer than we have that understand a lot better theology than I have. Uh, and and they will... The, these books are, are keys in really helping you go further. If you want to go further in healing, I take the stance on I let him do what he does best and I try to do whatever he says in the middle of it, right? And uh, and so, but these books are great. Uh, there's a couple more that I grabbed, which are uh, ridiculously good. Uh, healing is in the atonement. This is, fa- this is one of my favorite teachings of your dad. He did this on uh, the, the atonement, taking communion and how healing comes. Uh, physical healing can come. And the power of the Lord's Supper. That's on there too. Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, the power of the Lord's Supper, how it comes yep. when you can actually take communion. Uh, biblical basis for healing. These are small little booklets. Randy's got a ton of them. They're super cheap. They're amazing. Easy, quick reads. They're nice. Super quick we- reads. A biblical basis for healing. This is that background, just that biblical background in healing for today. And a lot of people, if you don't know that, healing is for today. And it is in the atonement. News at 11. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> and probably my favorite one, and I... I, I I shout this thing from the rooftops all over the world. This is one of my favorite teachings by your dad. I love it. Isn't it, uh, isn't it great? The thrill of victory, agony, and defeat. This is what you do when you don't see the fruition of what you know to be true coming to pass. So in healing, I see more people get out of healing ministry when something like that happens. Like they don't get healed or yeah. their loved one doesn't get healed. And so they pull out, they create their theology around their experience. And their lack. And yeah, exactly. yeah. And this, this is what do you do when you don't see truth happening. Because it happens. It happens in ministry. We don't understand it. Uh, but but this book is gold. So make sure you get that. Go in the go to the go to the global uh, bookstore and uh, and get that book, The Last Power to Heal, and put in the promo code Green, and you can you can get those. There's also uh, I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but if you want to go deeper in healing, there's healing schools we do all over the world, uh, all over the states. You can go to globalawakening.com, find out the healing schools, and also we have programs. Uh, on going deeper into healing, because one of the things that that I saw and Randy has seen, and we and he's talked about, is when we were in the hospital, they don't let lay people go in and pray, and so Randy's developed a curriculum that will get you uh, certified in healing, and you can go and actually go into hospitals and take the certification that you've got here, go in and pray for the sick. It's awesome. There's, I mean, there, are, I don't know any ministries better in moving in healing impartation for healing than this one and so equip, equipping the equipping, body equipping the body yeah, yeah this is amazing. this is this is what we live for and so make sure make sure you go and check that stuff out and if you want to the school the what's it called again uh the chcp chcp christian healing christian healing certification, certification program. program so go online and check those out um just real quick josh yes sir. is your wife okay is she, she okay is. with you what? coming home late she is now. <laughs> uh, she, I, she was going to be caught unawares had I not called her, but now she's all fine. You're a good yeah. husband, man. Now you don't have to go to right, counseling now, in now Colorado. Exactly. We actually did that. Funny story. I mean, Are you we, did? We did that. We were married young, my wife and I. I can't remember how Super young. Super young. Do you know yeah. that I met your wife before you were married? Yeah. And somebody was trying to set me up with her? Yeah. I, I won't tell you that story. I did, I did I did know that actually. But we we did a very similar thing. We went away to Toronto just for be, a week. you're just lucky that I that I wasn't think? there. What did you think of Well it was different different stream. I don't I am I'm, I'm choosing Moosey and I are both choosing to ignore this no, whole ignore little me. monologue it's that's going on here about my wife. Green room. <laughs> We've been talking about my wife. Yeah. No. Um it was good. It was a different stream. It was, so it was affiliated with Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship, but we went out 
when we weren't having you know marital difficulties that that arise particularly when you get married young and you're still yeah. growing and learning and, and whatnot oh it um, doesn't happen when you get older <laughs> I think it might happen older as well <laughs> hopefully we've developed tools to, to handle some of the stuff that it's not an issue anymore but um we went out and we were, we were young. We were married very young. And then when we went out, we were still young and didn't have very much money. So we actually... Young, 17, 18. I think she was, she was She was just turned 18 just turned. and had just graduated high school. That's young. So, yeah, I have a daughter. I have three children. One of them is a daughter. I don't know what Rex is, <laughs> is Tanya's dad's name. I'm just like... I'm amazed. I'm obviously like Will. I'm an awesome dude. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at what I, I do. I agree with that entirely. I'm really cool. So, like, maybe I'd think differently. If I were in his shoes, because of how awesome I am, but I can't imagine <laughs> any guy being so awesome that I would willingly let my daughter, at like 17, 18 years old, be married. And I was just like to, yeah. to him, I was just like, oh, I don't yeah. know. But especially he, to your boss's daughter, yeah. boss's son, yeah. it was wild. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we went out there. I, I can't even remember how old we were. We were early, early twenties, maybe twenty three, twenty four, maybe somewhere in there. Um, didn't have any money, so we actually we, we drove drove there. Did a week course which took all of our money to pay for the course and then we just slept in our our car and we got a uh, a membership to the there's a gym a health spa that was right next to tac f and we got a weekly membership there so we could go in and take showers you, you um, think you think like Randy how about being Clark's committed son <laughs> could get maybe a free hotel room uh, up at tac maybe you would up think the Toronto- <laughs> no they no, wouldn't do it, it. Good, though. they it wouldn't splurge good. on on you it was really good wow <laughs> You guys are awesome, you yeah. troopers. So you you went through it. How did it, it How did great. it turn out? Great. Yeah, ours was was awful. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. But it turned out good. Yeah. Um, just real quick before we before we close up, Josh, you have anything else you want to say about cancer? Maybe okay. So talk to somebody who is uh, they're facing this, or they you know the you know someone in their family has it. You know, encourage them. We found on more than one occasion. We, we have actually had it happen a couple of times during this, how people were not coming out and telling their spouses that they had cancer. They weren't telling, because in, fe- in fear they were standing on faith while the thing was getting bigger in their body. Yeah. And and uh, we it's happened more than once. Yeah, and it's not even... Over, over the time. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just had a friend, interestingly enough, tell me about a week ago that their uncle just died of cancer. Mm-hmm. And he no had had knew. terminal cancer and no one knew. He didn't tell anybody. He's not, he was not, unfortunately not... A Christian or a believer, he just didn't want it, didn't tell anybody, and for whatever fear, whatever the reasons are, just decided not to uh, avail himself to what we, what we, what you experience, and what I experience as well, which is the community of believers. For us, is one that's that's important. You have to have yourself people who are rally around you because you will be times when you don't have the strength or you you know don't right. feel encouraged, and you need those people there to be like, no, hey man, we can do this together. We're going to soldier through it together um, within balance because there are also times you're just like, hey, just. Yeah, Leave yeah. me alone with my family. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do think that's 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 a critical component is like get connected, stay connected. Don't be um, afraid to share, you know, your struggles. I mean, the Psalms are littered with, you know, David yeah. just crying out and being like, hey, this is I'm frustrated right now. So like there are times when like I never I never thought or blamed God for what was going on. Like I, I that was one. And I know. And so like, I don't can't share any on that aspect. I know there are people who are just like, man, this must be God's doing. I've never had that particular theology. Like, I always feel fairly confident that the source of my um, pain, the source of my sickness is is in Satan, the evil one, and demonic right. powers and principalities and things like that. So I, I always know that um, I'm not looking at God as the cause of this. So I, I never struggle with that. And maybe there were times that you, you thought, and you could maybe 
speak to people who 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 experienced that. I'm not sure, but for me, it was all just about you know praising even in the midst of right. the you know he yeah. inhabits the praises of people. Just I was running worship like nonstop. That's I was running Christine DeMarco's Praise the Lord nonstop, yeah. and I was just. <laughs> <laughs> trying to like you know just constantly be, give thanks even in the midst of being right. like man I am sick I don't feel well I'm a little concerned that I'm, I might not make it I have a one and a half year old I don't want to leave them you know fatherless like these are the things that are just going through my right. mind if I'm just being honest um, yeah. and and I even started writing stuff down I was like listen in the event that I don't make this like I need I want to have something that basically I don't want them to um, have uh, skewed contaminated perception of the will right. of the Father, right? Because right. like, even what you were saying, like I was just here just before we started this podcast, I was looking something up on an old sermon that that Bill taught about for trying to get something else that I'm writing, and I just happened to stumble across like the number one hit on this Google is some kid who was like how I got saved from, you know, the cult of Bethel or whatever. And I read it, and you read the whole story, and I'm just like, my heart's grieving or whatever, and then you get to it, and it's just like, there's this two-year-old kid. It's like, this was the moment. This was the tipping point for him. There's this two-year-old kid who died of cancer, and he was he, just, he doesn't understand. He can't reconcile the fact that this kid died of cancer, and I don't understand why God, who's all-powerful, all-knowing, why he wouldn't have healed him. And so this whole thing now is just all bunk, and I'm, I'm out of here, and he's like, so I was like, I was like, I gotta write this guy an email and just like, you know, encourage him and, and whatnot. But like, it happened. It's real. It's like we experience these things, and so I, I'm just wanted to, to make sure that my and that's that's exactly I'm not why I love it, this. But this book that's why I love is it. the best message on that on yeah. how on how you deal with that. So I'm not like I said, thrill this, of victory, agony of defeat. It, it's it's, the, it's it's one of it's one of the best messages I've ever heard your dad preach. Absolutely, ever. And we I think that he has like an audio an audio one. Like you have to get it. It. it it won't even answer your questions, but it'll give you a sort of a gives you a grid, a framework a grid for how to and process it. To process and exactly, it. Yeah. it's it's tremendous. So that's what I, that's what I that's what I would we, say. We we did the the same thing, and it was one of those things that I felt strongly from the Lord. I don't know if I just want a new sound system in the house or no, if I use that, but I felt like we needed twenty four seven worship in our house. So as soon as we, when all else fails, worship. That's kind of we went we went there as well. We installed speakers in every, basically every room. Shout out to Sonos. <laughs> Shout out to Sonos. Yeah. And uh, and and so we installed speakers in almost every room. You know, the kids' rooms, our bedroom, downstairs. And we had, what was her name? Well, I Ju- forget. Ju- Julie True. That girl. That was awesome. All night was long happy. we would listen to Julie True. I'd never heard of her I'd before. I'd never heard of her still. Just, oh, she's she's awesome. just like melodic. Uh, yeah, through the night. Worship through the night. Yeah. And then we would just, I just had these worship playlists just playing in our house 24 7. When all else fails, worship. Yeah. yeah so we, we, did, we did that too. And I felt like that was important. When you're in the middle of pain, having worship so that you can position yourself when you're fighting that. Because it's like the, that's the most vulnerable time where you can choose to tip either, either to go and just, why am I having this pain? Or choose to stand and say, God, help me align myself. And in the midst of that pain, choose to curse the cancer right. and choose to say, God, I will worship you. When you have that environment, it's so much easier for you to align yourself. Yeah. And one of the things I do want to encourage is um, when, when you get, um, when you're given such a like heavy diagnose with anything, is it's really, I will encourage anybody to just, even when you don't have it, I'm somebody that is more like on the always looks what is lacking. What does I call the half pessimist? 
Yes. Glass is half full. Half empty. <laughs> half empty. And Will probably drank the first half. That's probably. <laughs> so it was really, it was really easy to go on the side of um, being the victim. And I and I said as soon as we started this, God, I need your grace because I do not want to go on the victim mentality. Yeah. I want to be able to dive into you, and I want to do this well. I want my eyes fixed on you, and when I don't feel like I have the grace, I will come to you. Give yeah. me the grace, and so that's been my prayer through this: is grant me the grace not to go on self pity. Grant me the grace to stay strong and have my eyes to just worship you even higher and stronger in the midst of all this. So I really want to encourage people to line themselves up. When, when that happens, but choose that in your heart and because it, that's the most vulnerable time when you have something like this. And another thing that I, I also I forgot to say, um, when we first, uh, when everything came, you know, the diagnosis, and all, I felt like God said, do not say I have, but said I've been diagnosed with. And it made such a like weird thing in my head because when I just got, when the doctor was just sitting at, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago and he said, well, you officially are in remission. You don't have any. And I'm like, oh, I don't have. Well, God never allowed me to say I have. But it was just so, so like weird. My brain kept going all like, what are you doing to me? And my body. But it she was would like, correct me. <laughs> you know, you just not that I was doing it on purpose, but you just, okay, so you got this and you got this. She'd be like, no. I've been diagnosed with this. I've been diagnosed with this. And we're not like word of faith people. Do you know what I'm saying? But she, you but felt like was, the Lord told, told you that. It was like there's no ownership on it. And it's, you know what I'm saying? And it helps you just stand on it. And so I just, and everybody is so different. So you have to see what, what are your battle, what are your um, tools that God gives you for, because every battle is so different. So you go before him and you use the tools that he's giving right. you for that battle. This is not a cookie cutter for everybody, um, but for whatever that's worth. And just choose, um, and, and just to, in the midst of all that, to choose to surrender to him as you are choosing to stand strong on it. On in him, so it's good. It's a good word. Uh, I got a lot to say about this, but so no I'll way. do it as quickly as I can. <laughs> no, I, 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 when I coming through this, having hit your hit hit your family is it's a crazy thing. It's just crazy. There's no whether you're strong in faith or weak in faith. It's crazy. The whole thing, the whole process is crazy. The driving, the doctors. Yeah, the finance, true. the the kids, no, it's just the whole thing is crazy and chaotic, and and we took it one stinking day at a time, and we just we just I I I I had this mindset of I don't get it, I don't understand it, but I'm gonna throw my, put my head down and just throw punches like I'm just going forward, right like. And whatever it takes, we're going to get it done. I, I don't care. I just don't care. Whatever it takes, we're going to get it done. And uh, and 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 it, it worked. <laughs> it worked. I, I I am not ashamed to say that my wife wasn't miraculously healed at a healing meeting, even though it's what we do. She, one hundred percent, the prayers of the saints fed us, held us up. But I'm totally, totally happy to say that it was. The treatment that she got done combined with the prayer of the body or the prayer of the body combined with the treatment she got done. It doesn't matter. They both, we wouldn't have been able to do this without. Now, you can always throw up hypothetics. Well, you don't know because you did the, listen, I know that my wife was dying and now she's not. And, and it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It's, it's the most wonderful thing to hear that report 
to have that celebration, not just with ourselves, but with the body, with the world. Uh, it's it's spectacular. And who knows? We might come out a year later and have a total different perspective on this. Two years, three years, five years. We might have a total different perspective on this. But right now where we're at, uh, I will say this. And this is weird. This weirds people out. And I've been, I, I have a hard time verbalizing it. But this has been one of the best seasons I think we've had in our life. It really has. Um, it's drawn us closer together. It's had our family and our kids f- fight on something together. Realize, like, they entered into, this isn't what mom and dad just talk about when they're on the pulpit. or, And they know that, but it was, enough, it was like this made it real for our kids. So we can point to this thing for our kids and say, God was victorious here. And my kids got touched in the middle of it. They all, they prayed. We would pray for mom. It was just, it unified. This unified. If the, if this was some grand scheme attack of the enemy, uh, he failed miserably. And and our family's never been closer. My kids have never been more involved. And we, we decided to just change our whole lifestyle. We said, we're going to hit the reset button. And you don't have to wait for cancer to do this. But, right. but one of the things out of this, like I physically said, I cannot stay in the same shape. That I'm in, I'm hitting the reset button. Uh, we, if if my my wife isn't going to be here in six months from now, or a year from now, or two years, or whatever, five years, if I'm not going to be here, what are things that we wish we we could do better? And so we've reamped our schedule. We've we've my kids are now traveling with us. We, we're homeschooling, and I don't know. We'll see how that how long it lasts. But we just said we're going to hit the reset button in our life and and do like physically, we're going to take better care of ourselves. You look great, by the way. I, I was I was Thank hinting you. at that, and I was just waiting for somebody to. It does look yeah. awesome. Yeah. And 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 family wise, we're gonna do as much as we can to, to bring our kids along along with us. Because if I've learned anything, it's it's they are hungry to see us walk out, right? As young as they are, they're hungry to see mom and dad walk this thing out in front of them. And uh, it's been great. It's been really good. I wouldn't trade it. So, um, yeah, two things. Uh, one of them was, like, we had a friend came over, and we hadn't seen this friend in a long time. And so this friend goes, so, what's up, guys? What's new? And Bella goes, oh, my mom had cancer, but she's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she just made it sound like it was a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. And I was like, I love the fact that how she's looking at it now, like, but, uh, and she was the one that, that struggled really hard at the beginning with yeah. the hair because I had to tell her, like, oh, my hair is probably going to fall. And Ooh, she, did she not was like not that. doing yeah. good with that. She would just cry and cry. And then the first time I got it really short, like, she didn't even want to come and touch me. Yeah. And she was oh, really wow. afraid of that. But it was good to just walk. But even those moments, like, you can choose to just say, well, the person is still the same just because it looks right. out on the different. And the only thing that um, I, I, I wouldn't, like what Will was saying, though, I would never want anybody to have to go through this, but so much God has done that I wouldn't change what we just went through this year. So much has settled. Uh, I, I so, would change. Well, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Saying, all those it's, values. It's, it's those, what, what the enemy will cause for bad. God can take and turn it into good. He will turn and he did anything. That in this and he did can turn yeah. literally anything, anything for good. And like those things that you want to make priority once you go through something like this, you you root them so differently because you viewed life differently. Yeah. So I'm like, you can't take that away. So I would. Um, so we had that kind of mindset being on the missions field for years. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we almost live, you almost live in that mindset. And then when you get back in the States and just doing normal stuff, normal ministry, just school, you're like, oh my God, our life is not our own. And oh, wow, anything can change. And, and, And we know that. 
but well, I felt like we lived fed. that more when we were when we were on the missions field. So now it's it's been really refreshing to kind of have have that. Oh my gosh, this anything can change at any moment. Who are we to think that we are running this this show? And who do, who are we to think that we have control over this? Um, and it's been good. It's been really good. I'm proud of you, babe. I'm proud of you, babe. Josh, Josh, babe. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm happy that you're alive. And uh, thank you. I'm happy sure your wife here. is as yes. well. And uh, I will say one. I want to end with this because um, I got some questions, and mostly I think you've actually answered most of them. How did you stay strong? You know all that stuff. I'm sure. I know that we've offended people. I know that people don't understand why we're talking like this. Whatever. This is our living room. The, the whole point of this podcast is this. I'm not saying that we're right. I'm not saying that we're wrong. I'm just saying this is the process. You're welcome to join in on it. So don't don't worry if we got something wrong or we don't have it all figured out. This is just friends, wives talking together. Um, the the other thing is, I, I was I, I, I as I walked away. I was shocked at how much people put faith in things that that weren't Jesus in the middle of cancer. So whether it was it was like this oil or that rub or that prayer or that inner healing or that outer healing or that deliverance, and 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 even though they're all really good, I was shocked at how much people put faith in things instead of going right to the source. And so I would encourage you go right to the source. Um, don't don't focus on a shtick or a spiel. Because God's bigger than all that. And uh, he will have his way. Uh, he has to. And we don't understand it. And I know that I'm sitting from this side of victory. And I know it's a lot more difficult if you're facing or have faced death. We have friends that have gone through that. Uh, I don't know why it happened one way with us and it didn't happen with them. But what I am saying is God is good all the time. The enemy is bad all the time and we believe that satan is behind cancer sickness and disease and uh and we we all in that we believe that up to the moment the moment of death even after that we'll pray for resurrection that jesus will be victorious and his name will be victorious in this whole thing and uh and so that's why we're talking about this because we want to we want to give glory to jesus because without without him uh, none of this would be possible so um, I think that's it, guys. Amen. That was How did good. we do? Did we do okay? <laughs> I don't, producer, uh, producer, John, how ooh, did we do? Thumbs yeah, up. We thumbs did up. really good. Hold on, uh, as we close out, do me a favor, guys, because this is we we've had a lot of giggly, fun uh, episodes, and I know this one's been fun, but this is a little bit heavier topic. Yeah, but good. I need you to do me a favor, uh, John. Which camera should I look at, buddy? That one. Hey. I need you guys to do me a massive favor. And Josh, uh, Josh, Josh is uh, uh, come on as one of the co-directors of Global Awakening now. Uh, are you? Are you? What's your official title? Assistant, Assistant executive director. Executive director. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, that's going to be executive director. And so that's the process that he's in as Correct. sons are are becoming fathers. Yes. Um, but uh, what what was I saying? We um, we believe in in this. We believe in just getting together, talking, processing. And that's why we're doing this. We're doing this because we feel like this edifies us and, and hopefully edifies you. And we want open, honest communication. So um, so, so share this. Share these podcasts. Please share this. Put this up on your Facebook. Get people to subscribe. We want as many people as humanly possible to listen to this stuff, join in. We had no reference point when we got hit with cancer. 
with, with that word, and maybe this will bless somebody. So share this. Um, if you have any questions, my wife, you can ask her on her Facebook, Musi Hart, M-U-S-Y. Her real name's what? Yeah, thank you. You did good. Good. You did good on that. Uh, but but her Facebook is Musi. Uh, why why do we call you Musi? It's short for Musica. Musica, which is music. Mm-hmm. So it's a nickname you've had for a long time. Um, Musi Hart, M-U-S-Y Hart. You can ask her questions. Uh, you can go to my Facebook, ask questions. Uh, that's Will Hart, H-A-R-T, and Josh. I honestly don't even <laughs> know what my Facebook. If you have anything, my, have any it's questions, my, I'm Josh Clark. So you want to ask? It's Josh. Dot Clark. At, at globalawakening.com? Josh.clark. I feel like you should have Josh at globalawakening.com. I I'm might. Just, it might be an alias. Okay, so, so try that. Search it out. You can ask Josh questions. And please, please, please subscribe. Uh, subscribe to this podcast on YouTube. Uh, and subscribe to it on iTunes if you don't want to watch this. I like watching it. But if you want just the audio, you can go to iTunes and subscribe to it there. Hit the like button on hit YouTube. The like, hit the like. Just hit subscribe. Put it, And do us a favor. Put it up on your Facebook. Put it up. Tell people to, to subscribe to this. And we just want we just want fun interaction uh, with with y'all. So uh, you're gonna see a lot more Josh on later podcasts. We're gonna we're gonna talk to him a bunch. Moose the amazing fun. Josh Clark, and and you probably will see Moose if she lets me bring her back on again. Um, if not, thanks for watching. Thanks for joining us. Uh, go go check out the Global Awakening stuff. If this is still in January, I don't know when I'm gonna have this this one out, but uh, go go to globalawakening.com. You can search my name and find out stuff that 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 we're doing in, in, in your neck of the woods. Love you guys. You're awesome. Thank yeah. you, uh, thank you, John, for doing this. And thank you, Bookstore Bob, for being generous. All right, with Bookstore books. Bob. All right, and thank you, Randy Clark. <laughs> Bless you guys. We'll see you uh, next week on the next podcast. I don't know what to do with my hands. Just put them on the table. Yeah.